0: You can have all the money in your hand All the possessions anyone can ever have But it's our worth, it's treasure True worth is only measure by what you got, but what you got in your heart You can have, you can have
1: Creator's plan. Let's all rise like the day began. Reach out in touch with the Savior's hand. On rock we stand like his native land. Let the ways of love be the ways of man.
4: Feel free to reach out to the author at tlreflectionsjtd at gmail.com.
5: This is James T. DeShea, the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflections, brought to you by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. You know, we're living in a time where we cannot sit back and relax or sit back on our laurels and and appreciate. Just think life is all about appreciating appreciating what we've already accomplished. Those of us who have accomplished much have to put back just as much or provide as much leadership as was required for us to reach our goals. We cannot disengage ourselves and allow the rest of the world or the rest of the community, our community. Saying for itself. We are in a situation now where all hands have to be on deck. Where we have to be watch, watch and observe and dis- and create the options that we're gonna use to be successful. We see and right now that we're in a time where, you know, it was always a saying that, you know, the smartest or the best. Is not the people who are always selected and that we have to be better than the rest in order to make it. So we see right now that we live in a time and period where Donald Trump is displaying just that situation. America would never tolerate a person of color or woman behaving in the fashion that they're allowing Donald Trump to behave in. America would never allow this chaotic situation, this mediocrity to exist under the leadership of an African-American or a person of color or of a woman. But right now, we are watching chaos right before our eyes. This is madness. This is a man who wants us to believe that a man who was with his people for eighteen months wrote a book of fish of fiction when we know that what was going on was taking place even though it hadn't been written about and this is a man who has suggested that he will not he was going to Demand that the book not be published. Under what circumstances is a president able to demand something not be published because it doesn't betray him in a positive light? We have to ask ourselves the madness that Donald Trump has always displayed is the madness of his character. And that it is not going to change over the next two years but we have to change. We have to be prepared and ready to pull this man off of his high heels and show him exactly who he is. And that will not be done if our communities don't get together and display the kind of courage and focus necessary to get this put this man in check. So, today we just want to talk about the madness that's going around in the White House. And I would, you know what would do my heart so good, Cheryl, if somebody in his administration would just stand up and resign and tell the truth. It would make me feel so much better if there was somebody in his administration that was willing to just step down and tell the truth so that America could get where it needs to be done. But so often people are more concerned about money, more concerned about saving faith, and will not get the the necessary ego and power necessary to do the right thing. So I'm just wanting to talk about I have never in my life and never as an adult been in an environment That was this chaotic And this showed this much Dysfunction In our politics It is so we need to almost Hit the restart button And go back
6: Good evening and how's everyone doing today? You know um, I'm like you I feel like we've never been In such a chaotic state since um since Donald Trump took office you know and i'm going to have to kind of lean toward those who are questioning his mental stability you know the things that he's doing is is just so far off is surprising so many people um, you know, we never know from one minute to the next minute. And I read on the Internet, somebody said, it's just like um, watching a child. And that's how they are. Oh. You don't know what they're going to do from one minute to the next minute. They're all over the place. Their thoughts are not consistent and not stable. And and if we describe Others like this It would be no way That we would have some like, Somebody like this You know in office You know I, I Keep wondering what is it About Donald Trump That We are And I don't think that you know We are accepting it Because I know a lot of us are Kicking and screaming And a lot of us Our hands are tied at that level. But that's the reason why, you know, on this platform, we talk so much about trying to start on a level that we are on. But I'm just wondering if he's just going to block his, you know, put himself in a block and knock himself right on out of where, you know, out of office. And, yes, I would love to see. The truth to be told, so it would put inquiries mind like us to rest, <laughs> to see just what's going on, you know, behind the closed doors.
5: It is, it is, it is like a nightmare, and we need to be honest about where we are and what's happening, and and it does it a, a disgrace to our democracy to have this kind of medi- mediocrity leading us in this in this time and place we have to recognize that there is some point you have to say whoa stop we we can't go like this no longer we can't just because he was elected for 4 years at some point you have to say no we, we the damage that will be done in 4 years would be too much so we have to put an end to this now, and do what is necessary to move forward. But we can't do that if we don't learn to speak with one voice. We have to have a movement that let people know that hey, hey, this is not going in the right direction. Y'all made a mistake, white America. You made a mistake. We need you to take, uh, take, uh, you know, take responsibility for your mistake. And let's uh, do what we got to do um, Reverend what are your thoughts about this? I mean, we, we got ourselves in a quagmire And uh, there's no easy way to get out
3: Yes, it is, James There's an easy way to get out of body. Good evening to each and every one of you out there uh, There is an easy way out Just sit back and watch the salvation of the Lord I'm going to say that right out front Because God is This is all in God's plan we can, we can we can sit here and we can talk about it And it's a good thing Because it relieves a lot of the stress From us as individuals and people But God set this all up So that we all could possibly, hopefully see that we, ourselves, need to get our act together as a people, not black, white, yellow, green, or red. But when you go back and you talk about white America and putting it, do you not know there was 9% of blacks that voted for this man? 9%. That's a lot of black folks. That voted for Trump I don't know who told them to do that Or what happened But this is actually what happened Now we got a mess But it's all I believe still I believe it's all a part of God's plan Because he said These things must come to pass All of this foolishness This junk And this unnecessariness This man is an idiot He's just like Saul was Saul turned out to be an idiot And God, that's the first and only time You can look in the Bible And see where God removed His Holy Spirit from a person And it was Saul God removed his Holy Spirit from Saul And this this man has, has, has taken everything to another level and this is all so that we can start paying attention and looking at what we are sitting back and allowing. Like you said, James, we've got to start as a people, not as a, a as a race, but as a people of, of of standing together and saying enough is enough. But we don't seem to want to do that because there's all, right now in the United States there's a. A segment of individuals out there, about 34, 34, 35, 33%, who have so much hate in them until it's utterly pathetic. But yet and still, they sit up and they probably every Sunday morning, every Wednesday evening, or whenever they go and sit in the house of the Lord and listen to his word or read it. But they still got all that hate in them. So we have got to come and start looking at situations. This man now got this book that's telling the whole story. He, God's going to uncover everything, Dave. God is going to uncover it And he's beginning to do it now. This is just the beginning of what we're going to see. So all we got to do is sit back and prepare ourselves. Sit back and prepare ourselves to do the right thing when our time comes. You ever notice that when you jump at something, if you're out there hunting and there's a deer, a deer is very sensitive to sound. And so if you're out there, you've got to be very quiet. You've got to sit back and wait until he stops. And then when he stops and starts eating, you still can't make a – you can't even cock your gun. So you better have all of that ready so that when that time comes, you can shoot him. I would never shoot a deer myself, but that's what I've seen happen. But I'm saying myself that we've got to sit back and get our act together. We're not together. We're worrying about this nut, but we're not together as we the people. The first few words of the Constitution In the United States Cheryl was right We don't know you were right But all, we, all I'm doing now Just sitting back and smiling That's what I'm doing I talk about it but I smile Because I know God Is still in control And I watch, watch and see He's going to fall Flat on his face Before it's all said and done and
5: we speak mr smiles let what can you share with us and let us know uh talk about this has to be one of the most chaotic situations uh after we found ourselves uh going Uh-oh. together in terms of being uh, Barack obama uh elected to find ourselves in this situation uh less than nine years later. This is a chaotic situations
2: to say the least. Well, James, can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh, all right. So let me let me be very eloquent, but also very specific on what I'm about to say. Now, the chaos that we see going on right now, that is purposely done. Um, and the reason that reason so is because when you have, basically, a collector, that could be thrown out of place. They could be Thrown everywhere else in, in the, the scenes of confusion, stone. Just because they know if we ever pull together as a force, we're gonna shut it down. We're gonna shut it down. Um, and, and the reason I say that is because we've seen the rumbling like a storm when we had the Black Lives Movement. You've seen the rumbling like a storm when you see us coming together about police brutality. You've seen all these things happening, but you know what? One thing about a storm fizzle away just like that. Now, we looked at Barack Obama, how they sold the seeds of essential within our own people, to we were going after our, our own skin color, president, our own skin color, and saying, oh, he's not doing anything for us. Oh, he's not doing anything for us. Oh, he's doing all this. But yet, and still, here we are now in a situation that is. 10 times, 100 times worse than anything we could possibly imagine. Every bit of our rights, everything that we fought for from the 40s all the way up to the 60s, 70s, is slowly being stripped away. They're trying to take away our rights, rights that we fought for, voting rights. They're trying to strip them away. And yet and still, yet and still, we sit idly around and let them do these things. Now, I'm going to break it down for you. I'm just going to be real with it. Folks, let's just be real. We have laid down way too long. And if you lay down too long, you tend to get comfortable with what you're laying at. We got too comfortable. It's okay for us to sit around here and just kind of idly say, you know what? It's going to get better. It's going to get better." No, it's not. As an economic force, as a political force, As a force of people, it's time for us to stand up on these two feet that God gave us and shake a tree till you see what falls out. We have all the resources. We have all the voices. But the thing is, we have to stop letting letting ourselves muffle our own voice. And some of y'all may sit out there and scratch your head and say, what does he mean by that? How are we muffling our own voices? Instead of fighting each other, let's fight together. Let's fight together. Pastor said something a minute ago that's really struck home when he talked about King Saul. King Saul mostly talked about everything. He just, oh, yeah, I'm the king. I'm all of this. You look at a man that's sitting in the White House. He is emulating Saul to the books. But you know what? You've come off that throne. And this goes back to the simple thing that I said earlier. These politicians, these people, even this president sitting there, you don't work for them. They work for you. They work for you. We forgot. And with us forgetting, they're basically taking advantage of it. They have muffled your voice. They They have gagged you, and now they're trying to strip you of everything to keep you from realizing that they work for you. Come on, folks. Come on, people. Now, the thing I'm saying to you is this. If you could be spurred into action by one of us being gunned down in the street, one of us being shot, One of us being killed and murdered, you could be spurring the action from them now getting into your pocket, disabling you financially, taking away from you and stripping away every right you have. You got to understand, the new age cotton field, the new age cotton field is not basically bending over picking cotton, but it's stripping you of your rights until you have nothing left, until you turn around and you have to rely on a system that's already broken. But believe what I'm telling you. If you don't believe me? Look, it's black and white. It's saying you every day. They tell you that. They constantly tell you that. Oh, we can't do this. We can't do that. But look, you got you got these some of these same politicians using your taxpayer money, the money that you work so hard to pay, to, to work for, using that to get on extravagant flights, using that to buy their family a huge home, using all these things, while some of you guys are sitting in shotgun houses looking at the dirt ground under your feet. You,
5: you know, know it, 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 they try to it. it is so important ahead, for bro. us to recognize that we cannot stay looking on the sidelines. Like you say, we got to get involved. So, Andre, as hope. we look at this situation, how much more do we need before we pull ourselves together and start pushing toward our goal? Are we going to just be satisfied with this being over in uh, three additional years? Are we going to uh, mount some kind of protest to suggest that we can't wait that long?
1: Well, fantastic Friday to everyone, and um, I I, I joined a little late, but just what I've heard so far, and to answer your question, uh, I'm like the caller before that. You know, we have to take uh, responsibility and accountability for our actions, and that means standing up for what we deserve. And uh, it, 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 we could be passive and just wait and know that it's but you know, we, we need to take action. And part of what we take action is again, we have the opportunity to call and make sure that we're voicing our concerns with our uh, currently elected senators and representatives. And in addition to that, let's make sure that we're being active in uh, our communities of standing up, speaking out, and demanding. What should be um rightfully ours, such that when the next election comes locally uh uh primary, primaries and national as well, we're um making sure that people get out to vote and vote in their best interest, but no, we cannot afford to wait three years um and and because by that time so much change has been override. Uh, you're you're talking about centuries of of things being taken away uh, that we would have to recover. And again, not so much for us. We have to make sure that we're setting up things for our future, which is our children.
5: Yeah, it it is. It's very important that we make sure that everyone recognizes that we're not going to be quiet. And uh, it is important that we don't allow uh, where we are comfortably to to make us um senseless to to what is is at at risk for us cassie how are you doing it's so nice to have you back with us cassie um uh, it is um just a joy to know that uh, we got you back how are you doing
7: this evening cassie? Good afternoon, James. Hey, it's a it's a good thing to be back and I'm missing everybody's voice and everybody's opinions. Um uh, praise God for what I what I have already heard from Audrey, the pastor and the other young men. I mean, uh it's gonna take as they say, it takes a village, it's gonna take a village for us to see change. And we have to not just talk about it, we have to be about it. If we say Today we're going to tell everybody we know we're not going to buy no gas. Then we need to stand to that. We need to stand in line. And when the people come up, we got to say, hey, we need to protest. You guys need to protest with us. Do you need a ride? Can I take you somewhere so that we can make the change happen and we can continue to talk about it? But if we don't really do anything about it, then we're not going to see any change. There are going to be three additional years with the same thing happening, you know, and even as the pastor said that there is, I, I believe that there is going to be a change, and, um, and he talked about um, uh, the king whose heart was hardened, but because the people pray for that king, then that king changed his mind, or either he died, so either way it goes, if he doesn't change his mind, then he has to get out of here, but the Lord will honor the prayers of the righteous because the Bible says so.
5: And and what's so hurtful to me, um, what's so hurtful to me, Kathy, is, is that I have a heart for people who are struggling. And I know how I struggle, and I have more than, than most. But the, to see a man turn his back on people and take away their uh, health care and not provide them with any, any additional health care, uh, to give them a uh, $2,000, uh, but yet you're going to increase their their taxes in and, and most part. That just shows that you don't care about those poor people who are out there struggling. When you threw all those people off of Medicare who had a chance. Uh, so, Cheryl, you know, it's hard for me to see how people who are out there in the middle class can see this man doing positive things when so many people are going to suffer under his administration.
6: You know, and it's it's true. And I too, along, you know, with you, um, have a heart for people, especially those who can't afford it. But, you know, that's where, just like everybody else been saying, we got to come together. We got to, you know, we've been, sleeping for so long and we've been letting things happen and and it's not that you know this has just crept up on us I mean this has been happening for a while so now it's just really magnified so that meant we weren't being consistent we weren't you know doing the things that we say that we need to do we weren't coming together in the matter that we needed to come together but now you know Just like everybody has been saying again, we have to come together. We have to, you know, where those who are not hearing and not watching what's going on, we have to be the voice. And we have to start within our community and start making a difference there. You know, I was just talking to somebody today about um, how we depended on each other. We knew that people were there for us. You know, we didn't have to struggle as hard as we do individuals. We don't even know our neighbors no no more. You know, when somebody is not home and a child is walking down, the, you know, coming home and the parent is not there because he got stuck in traffic or something, and, you know, we knew that we could go next door. Today the child is outside crying. You know, we don't have the heart for people. We're losing the love and that's one thing that we got to get back and just like, you know, somebody else mentioned too, you know, we got to start putting some action behind the things. And you know, I try to implement a lot of the things that we talk about on a daily basis. You know, I try to bring those things within our community because see, I can't look for other people to start it. I can't look for other people to do it if I'm not doing So if it don't start with me, who do I think that it's going to start with? So that's the reason why, you know, it's so important that I get a lot of the information that I do, and we get a lot of information being being on this platform, you know, so that we can bring that information into our homes and into our community because we have more control there, and that's a start. And if we don't start doing it there, there's no way we're going to go all the way up to the top and trying to start make some changes. We got to start here. You know, so I think, you know, that everybody is so correct that we have to be about our business. We have to be consistent in everything that we're doing. We have to wake up and stop sleeping.
5: And Reverend Phil, you know, one of the things that gets me is as uh, they try to fight back and tell us how phony this book is, we know the kinds of things that uh, Donald Trump is is willing to say. We heard him say, "Your schools ain't working. Your community is uh, we're full of crime, and you uh, and and so why not vote for me? Cause ain't nothing else work for you." And I'm saying to you, if a man had said that to my face, and I wouldn't have, I couldn't have gone to jail for knocking him in his mouth. He would have been hit. And I'm saying to you, I've lived in a black community all my life, and I have never once wished I was anywhere but where I was. I grew up in Richmond Heights. I moved to Lake Man. I've I've lived in this area all of my life and have never wished to be any other place, went to college at South Carolina State, and returned. So this man going to tell me that I should vote him for him because my community is filled with crime, my schools are not working, and uh, I might as well take a chance on him. What does that say about what I live if I'm willing to accept what this man said?
3: Well, we as as, uh, individuals, uh, as a collective body of people, ought to know that nothing that this man says, especially about us, as a race of people, is going to be positive. Anytime a man can stand up to a podium and see what happened in Charlottesville and stand there and say there were good and bad on both sides, and yes, maybe there were, but the worst of the worst was on the left side over there, the one that was carrying the torches and hollering out all kind of foolishness and names and junk like that. So we as individuals have come to a point in our lives where we're going to have to make a decision. God is already making his decision, but we're going to have to make that decision when we hear his call for us to stand up and be counted. Are we willing? Are we ready? Our problem that we're going to have, and you may not want to acknowledge it, or no one else may want to acknowledge it, but we have lost. uh, We are in a quagmire with a, a, a generation of our children, our people, and a lot of the older ones are now turning to be just like the younger ones. So when it comes down to caring. Are helping our brother, or doing something right, or standing up, we, we're, we, we're going to have a hard time. And they know that. They know that. When I was working for the government, that was one of their first priorities, is to keep chaos in the black community. My God. But the thing that we, we follow instructions instead of giving instructions. That's our biggest problem. We follow where if someone give us there a dollar bill, we will fall into hell for a dollar bill. And I know I'm I'm talking about my own folks. I'm talking about everyone, and, but we all. I'm, when I'm not, I'm saying it in a generalized way. So don't anybody get upset. But my thing is that we have got to stop allowing them to, the one, was it you, Cheryl, that sent out that paper? We need to fall back and read that sometime. I read that thing just about every other day because I know for a fact that most of those things on there is true. Probably all, I just don't know. So when we got a fool like we got now, we can stand and talk about it and scream about it, but until we get ourselves together, until we know for a fact that we are going to stand up together, you say, am I my brother's keeper? Yes, you are your brother's keeper. Martin Luther King and many others died that we could be or should be or would be our brother's keeper. But a lot of people are not looking at that. This generation that we've got to deal with under us, and and maybe two generations, I don't know, but it's a mess. It's a mess. And so when you see a nut like Trump talking about what he's saying now, and he's talking about what you said, James. I heard that. And I'm like you. If I'd have been close to him, I'd have, his whole head would have, and I stand six foot three, 275 pounds, I'd have splitted his whole head over. You know, but the, the thing of it is, is that that wouldn't have done anybody any good. The fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. We need to get together. And come together And pray Pray for our children Pray for each other And pray that things turn out The way God That we want them to turn out And God will hear our prayer Because this man needs to go He needs to go And the only thing going to move him Is prayer You can march all you want to That's not going to work So
5: Smalls, you I know I Mr. Smalls said that it's a sad frog that doesn't praise his own pond. And when this man talks about African Americans and Hispanics and other groups, as though they don't exist, as though they didn't, weren't a major part of making our uh, America great.
4: What, what are your,
5: your thoughts about what we should do as a group to send him a message? Because we know what we did to make... Uh, America's
2: great. The, the, the main thing we need to do is, first of all, we're going we're gonna to have to consolidate, my friend. We're going to pull it together. We have to show a force, show a force. Now, the thing is, when I say show a force, we're not just talking about a show of force physically, but we're talking about a show of force financially. That's the only way you can get into a millionaire's mind. The only thing he's seeing right now, is when we start to strategically affect him, Connect the financial uh, stability of, as you say, this marketplace that he claims that he's boosted up. We start doing that; it, it'll open his eyes up, right? Let's let be like I said. Let's be real. Our whole everything's set up right now based on money, based on money. We have to turn around and say, "Look, you're gonna recognize us, or we're gonna make things so uncomfortable for you." until you have to look at us. We sat around too long. If you look at how the black dollar goes right now, the United States, or better yet, in the world, man, we, we, spend, money just, we spend money hand over fist. We spend money hand over fist. If you look at how they go in, you go into an area that's traditionally African American, you'll also notice that pricing on certain items or certain things are higher. What we need to do is start boycotting this gas. boycotting things like, and I hate to say this, I just, it just bugs me to say this, things like cigarettes, things that they know that we may go after. We start boycotting these things, they'll wake up. They'll wake up. It just infuriates me that they look at us and they push us over on the side. They push us over on the side. When you hear them say the thing that just irks me to death and I'm sorry for saying this, folks, America great again. We all know who that was aimed at. That was aimed at us. That was aimed at us. Making America greater, again, is basically segregation. We're back, to the, we're back trying to sit here with these separate, with equal, all this foolishness that he's trying to preach. Charlottesville, we all know the message that he sent out to us then. you got to understand, things that he sends out are strategically aimed at us. Now, I want to hit on one thing. I want to hit on one thing. and Gosh, you you guys, I love it that you guys hit on this. And the previous call hit on it. You know, growing up back in the day, our community pulled together. We pulled together. We pulled together. Now, I have a thing that I call the broken chain. Broken chain is this. Back in the day, we pulled together. We were solid chains. Our strength was in our capability of pulling together. So what happened is they gave us this nice, good-smelling apple pie. I mean, it looked beautiful. pie smelled good. We took our piece of the pie, and they broke the chain. When we cut that pie, we suddenly discovered later on the pie wasn't exactly what we thought it was. Yet, still, we settled for it. What I'm saying basically is this. The chain that we broke, it's not gone. The link may be pulled out. It may be stretched a little bit, but we can also pull that thing back together. And the thing about it, the beauty of all of this, we have learned as we went along. We see what death capable of doing to fall asleep. Now that our eyes are opening up, now that we've been awakened, we can turn around and now say, look, you got us one. This will not happen again. This will not happen again. You awake a sleeping giant. You awake a sleeping giant. Oh yes, we are sleeping giant. We're sleeping giant. But it's gonna take people like us to wake up everybody else. Getting on these shows, getting out in the streets, saying people, look, you can live better, you can do better, but you have to walk to. That's the thing about it. They try to fool us into thinking that we have to live a certain way. They try to get in our hands and, 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 and give us Feed us what they think we want to see, and it's from everything. But we don't have to live that way. We don't even have to settle with it. We don't. We don't. Not one bit. It all begins with us. It all begins with us. We already know that we're in a war right now. Let's be real. We're in a war. In order to win a war, you have to know the strategies of the enemy. Sun Tzu, Sun Tzu. He put it out there. Once you learn the strategies of your enemy, they cannot beat you. We already seen what they're doing to us. Now we have to turn it. Now we have to do a one-up on them. We have to show them, look, we're not as weak as you think we are. Stop settling. Stop just laying down. Stop letting them do us any kind of way. Because that's what they're used to. They're used to us. They're doing us any kind of way, and we just kind of say, okay, all right. We let it roll. We get fired up for 90 days. After 90 days, what happens? It dies. It goes away. Mm-hmm. Until the next incident happens, and then what do we do? We get fired up. They feed us a little bit. They get on TV and say, oh, yeah, and they give, they throw us a little bit of raw meat. Mm-hmm. Then we don't get in. Mm-hmm. Again.
0: mm-hmm.
2: We are, we, they, they, you see what I'm saying? They'll take around and say, okay, and I, I'm going to put it out there because I've I heard this before. Let's give them a little bit, not enough, but just a little bit to shut them up. That'll shut them up for a while until the next storm comes along. But you know one thing about that? No matter what storm they give us, we weather it, we roll with the punches, and we right back. You know what? In order to master the storm, in order to be that strong captain of your ship, you got to know what you're dealing with. Right now we know what we're dealing with. We know what we're dealing with because we've been there before. We've been there before. We've dealt with this. We are masters of this. We have dealt with what we're seeing right now. Just because we get that piece of the pie that I talked about earlier, that doesn't mean we forgot what you took us through. Now they're trying to take us back there again. But guess what? not going to happen. You know why it's not going to happen? Because it's going to take us to stand up and say, you know what? We're much better than what you think you are. We, you think we are. Because right now they're trying to pull us over our eyes. do as much damage as they can they step out of the picture Why do you think some of these Republican Senators and, and officials Are all of a sudden retiring, leaving They're gone, I'm getting out of here I'm getting out why they're getting good Because they see the coming storm Trust me They see it Mr. Andre you know
5: what? Uh, what, what do we Go do ahead. though and To keep from being uh, To keep from being stagnant uh, Just like uh, Mr. Small has talked about We cannot have that law that up and down low, we need to keep uh, it increasing the momentum and keep it till we get to the point where we are being heard and respected the way we should. Uh, it can't be just because uh, something stimulates us at that time we have to learn to keep ourselves stimulated and and magnified. How do we magnify our voices uh Audrey? <laughs>
1: I miss Kathy. We are so glad and excited to have you back. We really missed you and uh, so glad to have you back. Uh, James, I think uh, the approach has to be that we have to get tired of being tired. We get tired of taking it and stepping it. And like you said, you know, for a moment we get all riled up, our notions are high, and, and, you know, we're just not going to stand it. And we go out and do that, throw up the bone. And then we settle for the bone. Something else comes and it it keeps uh, escalating higher and higher. So until we become committed to ourselves that enough is enough, and, you know, Malcolm X has said, you know, by any means necessary, until we reach the point and until we are willing to take any means necessary to be heard, and being heard requires action, commitment and dedication but uh james we keep settling because it haven't impacted us enough until we're sick and tired of being sick and tired
5: all right we're going to take our first break and we're going to come back and continue our conversation
0: our company is using our great grandmother's recipe cucumbers dill peppers and garlic that's it Pairing that with a Triscuit. It's been around for over a hundred years. Triscuit starts with three ingredients. It's really simple. We want to keep doing that.
1: This song says, God's mercy kept me. so I wouldn't let go. Anybody in here ever felt like giving up? Just throwing in the towel. Just giving up. I'm not going to ask you to hunt anybody, but just look at them. That person you're looking at is here tonight only because of God's mercy and His grace. Somebody ought to just tell God, thank you for your mercy
7: and your grace that kept me.
5: Just a Thought by James T. DeShay There is never a perfect time to step out on faith. It would always require risking the safety of where you are at that very moment. But one will never be completely happy when their dreams are not being reached. The higher the dreams, the greater the risk. When the right opportunity makes itself available, you have to close your ears to the naysayers and move forward beyond your dreams. Visit WealthDaddySystem.com That's www.wealthdaddysystem.com. mcom WealthDaddySystem.com Push yourself beyond your fears, and you'll reach your dreams. Uh, Kathy, you know, we're always talking about faith and commitment and focus. How do we take that spiritual desire and feeling and commitment we have and bring it and use it for success in the secular world? How can we take that power that God has given us and manifest it in this secular existence?
7: Um You just, you just do, you know, it's not a certain way to, to say, I'm going to write it down and say, okay, if you do this, then you'll be able to um, go into the secular world and be different. It's it's something that's within. I mean, as everybody talked about it, and thank you, Audrey, for, for thinking about me. (laughs) I've been thinking about you guys every day, but you know, the storm is over um you just do it's it's just like the bible says we walk by faith and not by sight you just you have to do it you know as the pastor talked about we have to pray we have to pray i mean and somebody said that we can't march to make a change we can march and we can pray we can do all of the above you know the opportunity is before us and we should do it, you know. Even on the show, I mean, you should do a thirty-day challenge on this show. When you start, we're gonna pray for the president. You know, the Bible says to pray for our enemies, so we just have to do it. When you go out, you don't have to say, "Hey, um, I'm a Christian." Everybody, your your walk and your talk is going to amplify who you are and and how you feel about things. You can go into a setting of people and people are, are saying all kinds of things. But as a believer, you know, you should be a certain way when the people see you. And if they ask your opinion, give them your opinion, but with grace on it, you know, and that in itself will change the atmosphere of where you are. I mean, even the Bible talks about as a believer, the power that we uh, possess so when we go into rooms, when we go into establishments, when we go out, there should be a change that accompanies us because we have the Holy Spirit within us, because we have that anointing that God has given us because we have. The word of God in our life We should be able to go And change a situation But because of lack of prayer Unbelief It's not going to happen You know so many people go to church But they just go They don't really know What the word of God says About who we are as believers
5: Yeah and it is so important That we use that Which is the the strongest In our arsenal uh, Cheryl. The faith that we have, that's in our spiritual side, is the ar- uh, the arsenal that we need to use on our secular side. So, Cheryl, you know, how, how do we help people to understand that power that we manifest to keep ourselves moving forward when there's darkness has to be used in in our willingness to vote, our willingness to uh, bring ourselves together as well.
6: You know, um, we would say was so correct just now, um that we do things in such a way that people stop and watch who we are, not that we're doing it for some type of show, but we live in a life that we want to live as righteous as we could before everyone else, so that they can see our light shine. And I know that being that way, people are drawn to you. People are going to either draw to you or stay far away from you. And you don't have to advertise. It's the way you carry yourself. It's the way you speak. It's the way you treat people. You know, all of these things. So when we are out here, we are implementing that we are, all, we are a child of God. And, you know, a lot of times, just like you were saying, um, or was saying just now, you know, we have a lot of people in church. And they are in church, but they play in church. They go to church, but they don't really know the word. They don't really understand. Nothing that is said is penetrating in them. You know, they go there out of a ritual, which becomes the religion. It's because of something that they were taught to do. They don't feel it. You know, when I went to Tennessee, you know, during the Christmas holidays, and the, um, when the pastor called up people who are dealing with certain things um, to come up, I got a call today to say that when my son, who's only 18 years old, that went to the altar and had to, didn't have to be dragged there, But she said, you can see the heart in him. You can, the tears was rolling down his eyes. That means we are feeling. And when you got people that's going to the altar and they are not feeling, it's harder for them to be delivered. So we have to be examples. And we're going to be examples in the world so that we can draw people in. You know, and I mean, That's who we just have to be every day. And I'm so with everybody when they say, you know, that we have to begin to start doing things within our community because I'm so, you know, I've been so adamant about it just because, you know, of the things on the show. And, I mean, each one of you, I want to take the time out right now to say that each one of you who have brought something to the show has been Such a value, you know, and I thank you, James, all the time to making this platform possible because I do pass along everything, you know, in every show. My um, people that I'm associated with wait until they see me to ask me what was the show about, you know, and how I can enlighten them and how we can come together as a community. So I thank each one of y'all for your different Comments and opinions and things that is being said, but most of all, James, to making all of this possible, so that we can hear and we can have a voice to be heard. And
5: uh, Reverend Swift we 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 have to to be so committed that we don't stop. That we got to push forward and not just keep it within one uh, segment of our society. We have to move it. Us to all segments of Society and make it jail so that we can rec- uh, Other people will recognize That they have to deal with us
3: You're Correct James uh, We can't Within ourselves Just hold things in ourselves And call ourselves children of God And talk about we Just as one race of people Because God said there's Neither Jew nor Gentile we're all one We're all one So we need to come together Pulling other people in To the situation Because there's a lot of people Believe it or not There's a lot of people out there And the, in, in other ethnic of, that, of other ethnic backgrounds That understand exactly What we're saying And they agree with us But we're so busy Infighting among ourselves That we don't have ever take the opportunity to listen what outside world is saying to us. We're here to help you. We're here to stand with you. But the thing that we've got to do is, like Mr. Small said, we've got to stop the fighting. And Cheryl said we must stop the fighting and killing within our own communities. I don't go along with uh, a lot of these different things that people, I don't go along with Just because a television camera is coming around the corner, here come some of these big shot people standing up talking about, I'm the leader of this, that, and the other. All of us are leaders in one way or another. God didn't make any junk. All of us have a place. We're all one body and one mind. We should think and act alike according to the word of God. And if we, we have been transformed. We have been transformed by the renewing of our mind. And if our minds are, are, are right, we need to start looking to help other people to get to where we are. Stop being selfish. We, 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 we have to help other people to get where we are. That has been our race's biggest problem once we step out. We, we forget everyone else. And several of us heard someone say something about uh, uh, doing, if we don't do something, let's boycott. Let's boycott all of this uh, uh, $538 billion worth of money that we spend on, on Nike shoes and, and, and all this other stuff. Don't you know that's the right thing to do to hurt the pocketbook? But... Try, try and get some, a whole lot of folk to stop buying clothes and getting their nails done and getting their hair done and not all this kind of stuff and, and getting these suits of fine sweaters and shoes. We're not going to do that. It's so unfortunate. But I tell you what will work. right. Kathy said it. Cheryl said it. And all of us have said it. Prayer will work. Prayer works every time. Even for those that... We are supposed to pray for our enemies. We're supposed to stand up and be counted. We're supposed to be seen as a light on a hill. Most of us Christians are not being seen as a light on the hill because we got more darkness in us than the people out there who are in darkness. So that's where they meet us at. People meet you where you are. People meet you where you are. And I just thank God that when I go to the grocery store, when I go to the mall, when I, wherever I am, I'm always talking to people, trying to help people. I went to the grocery store today. There was a man standing out there. He was smoking a cigar. Normally, I don't give anybody nothing for smoking. I'm saying, he said, I'm hungry. I said, what about the money you used to buy that cigar? But I still turned around and gave him some money. I said, now, if you buy a cigar with that, then that's your problem, not mine. So we've got to learn that what I'm saying about that is this, give anyway. Let them see the God in you. Let them see the Christ in you so that we can let our young people see you don't put anyone down. And some of the old people have gotten worse because we got to stop trying to be our children. And we done said that a hundred times on the earth. Stop trying to live through your children. Your children are your children. So make them respect you. That's who you are. And God said it. That's the first promise that he gave to all of us. Honor thy father and thy mother that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. The first commandment with promise. So I'm only saying, let's boycott if we're going to do all the marching that we can do. Do that if you want to. But the only place you're going to hurt them, and I think Mr. Small said it, I think Cheryl said it and some other, hit them in their pocketbook. You ain't going to hit them by screaming and shouting and caring, because they got to care less. They know that today you're here and tomorrow you're gone. But if you hit that pocketbook... Andre,
5: let me just ask you. You are both a corporate person as well as a uh, middle-class taxpayer. Why would anyone believe that our president gave a change from 35% to 21% and that he truly believes that corporate America and rich people but allow that money to trickle down to the poor. We all know that unless you demand something from those that are in charge, you're very rarely going to get it. And so why would we believe that out of the goodness of their hearts, they're going to get of that reduction?
1: ...and influencing and uh, having people to think what they say is true. And if you don't take the time to research it and really check, find it or whatever, uh, that's the reason why you have so many people believe in that. Because no matter what, uh, people want to have hope. And hope can be, um, you know, positive or it could be negative. And some people just believe what he says and uh, don't check it. Because if you think about even when he was campaigning, a lot of the stuff just wasn't true. But he rallies people around, you know you can you can have people that have the skill of being a, a good uh, orator and uh, just influence people by what they say and uh, if you don't uh, again if you don't go behind it and research it, you'll fall for it and that's exactly the reason why because sometimes people want what's right, people want good and they want to believe uh, but even if a person have just Uh, told them over and over again, and and it's not true, but when it's not true, they'll flip it and that kind of stuff like that. Um, Again, until you get to a point on which you reach a point for yourself and you say enough is enough, um, you'll buy it.
5: All right, we're going to take another break, and we'll come back and continue our conversation. Make them know. Sunday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We're here so that your voice can be heard loud and clear without interruption. It's time for us to get together and be on our way to turn this world or our country in the direction that we want it to go. RJ, what is your final thought for this evening?
1: Let's make sure that we take action um It's good for us to voice our opinions, our concerns, and our requirements, but we have to take action and uh It starts with um making your voice heard by calling your senators and your representatives who are already elected, and then um being active in your community and making sure that upcoming elections uh we absolutely uh, participate in and get those um to vote that have similar uh views as us. And uh again, if indeed we as a community come together and decide that we're gonna put this extra effort of sacrifice in order to make things happen, let's truly be unified and support it.
7: Amen.
5: Uh Cassie your final thought for this evening.
7: Yes, James, as the song was uh was playing and and how he was talking about you ain't seen nothing yet. If we come together, if we do what Audre just said, if we do what the pastor said, begin to pray, if we do what the young man said about pulling our research resources together, they gon we can tell them you ain't seen nothing yet because we can make it happen if we stand together.
5: That is surely right. And Cassie, you that, that should be our, uh, our drum song as we marching on because we've we got to make them believe that they I – and mean, we got to make ourselves believe that they ain't seen nothing yet. Cheryl, what, what is your final thought for this evening?
6: I'm in total agreement with Audrey and Kathy just, just said, you know, and we can make something happen. And we will make something happen if we just do and put into action everything that we talk about. Um, And I would love to see, you know, we come and talk about the things that we have put into action, uh, action um, show where we give um, what we are doing within our community so that we may be able to give each other ideas as far as what the other person is doing. And as I always say, whatever we're doing, we always can do better.
5: All right, and Reverend Smith, uh, what is is your final thought for this evening?
3: My final thought is I agree with each and every one on here, and God bless all of you for your kind words uh, and your thoughts in reference to what is being spoken. But I just have one word, James, that is pray. Pray. But faith without works is dead, okay? That's all I got to say.
5: Yeah, it is so important for us to recognize that we can't just want what is in our head to come true without being willing to fight for it. We definitely have to think about what we want to do and the sacrifices we need to make to move ourselves forward. And it is important for our voices to be heard. We have to make sure people fully understand that we're not going to sit idly by and see our rights be eroded. Uh, we're not going to sit idly by and see the rich get richer while the poor get poorer. This is no longer the direction we want to go in, and we're going to galvanize ourselves. And I know I'm going to be here to, to talk about us galvanize ourselves in a way that make, we make things different. We have to expect things. To be different, and we got to want things to be different, and we got to fight for things to be different. And that is the effort that we need to be taking to make sure that our world goes in the direction that we wanted to go in. I thank you all so much for your continued support. I need you to call into the show at 657-383-0309 so your voice can be heard loud and clear. Again, 657-383-0309, call into the show every day, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We need your voices heard, not only today, but into the future. Take care, everybody, and we'll see you tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern Time.